Okay, here we go. New Parsha, the Parsha of Balak. Parsha of Balak is unique in that I believe that basically the entire Parsha focuses on one long, continuous story, um, which is very unique to have such a long and involved story. Um, it also naturally follows the next, the the um, the end of Parshas Chukas. And Chukas, we finished with the failed attempt of Sichon and Og to stop the forward motion of the Jewish nation towards towards um, towards the land of Israel. And we left them, you know, re- ready to le- more or less ready to enter the land of Israel. So Balak was the king of um, of of um, Moab. And there was a problem he saw. He saw that the, the, that the Jewish people were moving forward. He saw that Sichon and Og had failed, despite their previous success. Sichon had been, you know, had been blessed previously in his conquering, and etc. And nothing's working. So he reaches out. Um, he reaches out to a man named Bilam. Now, it's very interesting to appreciate the people who are involved here. Balak, the Torah tells us, was, was the king uh, at that time. He had just taken over because, um, because of, Sichon's, because of Sich- Sichon being conquered. He wasn't really from the, from the nation of Moab, Rashi says. He was really from Midian, but they needed a leader at that time, and so they took him. Interestingly, Bilam is a sorcerer. Not only a sorcerer, he's a prophet. And Rashi describes the, the uniqueness of this situation. The nations might have claimed to Hashem, look, of course the Jews are your nation because they had prophets and we didn't. If we had had prophets, then we would also be special people. And so Hashem gave a, a number of, and most notably, um, Bilam, a prophet to the Jewish people, to the, sorry, to the non-Jewish people, to the Gayim, and we see their great failure to inspire the people, rather their great desire to do bad. Um, as we'll see in, throughout the story, that Bilam has this great hatred and desire to do bad. He's a, as Rashi will tell us, a Gvaruach. He's a haughty person. He's a Rodef Kesef. He's a, he's a, he's, he's a money hungry. And he's a hater. He hates the Jewish people to a degree that's shocking. Um, so not, but not only that, he also, as we'll, as the parsha will go on, and we put all the pieces together, is the one who advises them to lower the, their morality. And so we actually see that instead of taking holiness and taking a person who speaks to Hashem for specialness, they actually use it the exact opposite. And Hashem says, "Look, that's just not how the Jews act, and that's what makes the Jewish nation so special." So here he comes. And the elders of Midian come with the elders of Moab, and they want to meet with, with Bilam. Now, Bilam was very unique. Bilam had blessed and um, had blessed Sichon, and that was part of Sichon's success. Bilam also was known by all the kings, since he was a sorcerer and a prophet. They would bring him their letters that he would explain for them, and and he had even prophesied that Balak would become a king out of place, and it had all been fulfilled. So the, everybody knew that he was very successful. Who, who he would bless would be blessed. Who he would curse would be cursed. And therefore they were very, um, when caught and stuck, not having no way to stop the Jewish people, they felt that this was the way to go. Instead of going natural war, go supernatural. Go supernatural and see if we could do it. So they came together. And Rashi says an interesting thing happened. The elders of Midian and Moab came together. And the elders of Midian said that, um, that we're going to come, we're going to bring all of the different tools that he might use in his sorcery and prophecy, and if he doesn't use them immediately and he starts to play games, we know that this is out of his realm, he can't do it. And so they actually come, they speak to, to Bilam right away, 
And when Bilam says, I need to sleep overnight, I need to see what I can do, the elders of Midian realize that he's not going to have any success over here, and they immediately leave. But the elders of, of Moab stick it out. And Bilam says, come, stay overnight and let me speak with God. Which, of course, tells us that, and we find this by other, other non-Jews who Hashem spoke to, specifically at night in a more secretive way than the, than the uh, prophecies of some of the great prophets of the Jewish people. Well, Bilaam Bilaam goes to Hashem, and Hashem comes to him, and he says, what are you doing? Who are these people? And Bilaam responds, oh, oh, Hashem, and he, try, he says, maybe I can trick Hashem. Rashi says, it's a fascinating thing, he thought he could trick Hashem into allowing him to go and curse the Jewish people, which is almost, you know, to our, to our ears, ridiculous. He says, who are these people? He says to Hashem, he says, you know, these people honor me, they respect me, you know, I'm... I'm going to find a way to, and he think, think, he's thinking in his mind he's going to find a way to curse them. Now, Bilam, in his words, uses a word um, um, of kavali, that he wants to eradicate the Jewish people. Balak, even when he sent the messengers to Bilam, didn't use that word. He said, curse them and get rid of them, send them away. It's interesting to note, and one of the things that jumps out is that Bilaam, though he wasn't the initiator here, actually, actually he hated the Jews more. He wanted to destroy them, eradicate them, not just um, curse them and send them away. He says to, to, when Hashem says, don't go with them, so Bilaam says, maybe I could at least curse them from here if I can't go there to their land to curse them, to the land of Moab to curse them. Let me go curse them from here. And Hashem says, no. He says, listen, he says, okay, maybe I'll bless them. And the Aliyah ends with, don't bless them. They don't need their ble- your blessing. The Jewish people are already blessed. And Rashi quotes the, uh, the, the Gemara, a wicked person, as we're going to, as we're going to see Bilam unfolding to be such a wicked person. We don't want your bite. We don't want your honey. We don't want anything to do with you. We just try to stay away from people like him.